eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick Fitzy Stevens. This one's back. Back the other way, Witherspoon. Devin Witherspoon cuts back. What a night for the rookie. You think they love him in Seattle? How about six points? Touchdown, Witherspoon. No flags. I think the only people who may be shaking their heads more incredulously than Giants coach Brian Dayball after watching his $160 million man throw an absolute head scratcher of a goal line, 97 yard pick six to Seattle's Devin Witherspoon may have been Patriots fans who saw the other vaunted first round rookie cornerback make a big play after learning that their defensive rookie of the month for September, 2023 could very well be out for the remainder of the season. No official word yet, but yeah, that's a bummer. If you watch Monday Night Football, being a Giants fan, that was a bummer. What a lopsided affair, but a star was born on national TV Monday night. I think it was nine sacks overall for the Seahawks against that porous Giants defensive line, offensive line. It was quite offensive to say the least. But Devin Witherspoon, two sacks, a pick six. Now the front runner for defensive rookie of the year. Oh, that must have been nice. This is Breaking Boston for Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023. Hooray football edition where every Tuesday we talk about all the other storylines that matter across the National Football League and occasionally see if there is some sort of relationship to your New England Patriots. Don't worry. Later on today, we will give them the rough up the treatment and take a crap all over the Patriots like they deserve. Uh, Hart, what games stood out to you? in week four of the NFL, what storylines jumped out to you for the better or for the worse? Well, I think if we're talking quarterbacks, the two New York teams 
in, in primetime affairs in comparison to your team in a um, prime slot late afternoon and, and mm-hmm. the Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, Daniel Jones thing where you watch Mac Jones fall on his face. Then you watch Zach Wilson. You're like, um, since when does he do this and go right down the field? And I forgot the exact number, but he's the first quarterback ever to like have more completions, more yards than Patrick Mahomes in a game that Patrick Mahomes started. I, I forgot the exact mm-hmm. wording, but he yeah. did something like historically good. Um, and, and oh, by the way, is not a dink anymore, is on the sideline like, I let my team down. It's my fault. You know, the opposite oh. of last year when he was like, yeah, no, we didn't let the defense down. We were fine. I kind of um, like the humbling of Zach Wilson. Love it. No more bandana. He looks just like a blue-eyed, likable kid on the sideline with, like, his mm-hmm. his buddy cajoling him. Like, and then you get to Daniel Jones and his big contract, and I'm getting tweets <laughs> like, hey, at least Mac Jones isn't the worst quarterback named Jones in the NFL. Oh. Um, so, like – there's just so much going on with these young quarterbacks in the Northeast. But my guy, Brian Dable, um, he earned himself a beer. He earned himself a shot. I don't know what he earned himself, but he is mm-hmm. already on the precipice of an explosion. You can see he and Daniel Jones are not on the same page on those mm-hmm. sidelines. Like, and I'm sorry. I, I don't know if you're not supposed to do this. Like, oh, don't judge a book by its character or whatever. No, wait. Don't judge a character by its book. Ah, whatever. Hey, anyway. Um the the Daniel Jones look drives me effing nuts like that like weird yeah what the it, no offense and I know we went through it with like Rishay Caldwell and we've had people that have come through with like bug eyes and different weird looks but does he look like a guy you want leading your football team he looks like an effing deer in headlights literally a deer in at headlights. all times I, kn- I know he's fit now he's a large person he's physically gifted he has a good arm once he gets going, like, dude's fast. Like, yeah, maybe his future should have been or his NFL life should have been being Cooper Cup. Yeah, tight. Honestly, like, maybe he would have been better. As I know you like, get in trouble with this Cooper when it's like Cup. quarterback position changes, but let's do it. Let's what? let's go against Matt the Jones. Remember let's Matt Jones? Guy and move him to a different position. Daniel Jones, tight end. Perfect. Linebacker. Per- mm-hmm. He's got those what? linebacker. He's got Mike Jack- Singletary eyes. That's yeah, what he's it- got. When those eyes are on defense, they're good. They're zoning in. You've seen him like last night. He had a run up the gut where the pocket broke down, which was, I think, just about every play for the Giants. Oh, yeah. And he darted straight up the gut. Like, he's still fast, and he can take a hit, too. He's just not a good quarterback. And I have no idea who it was internally that said, let's guarantee this guy $90 million. Let's give him a four-year $160 million deal like well, I know that, the damned mo- if you do, damned if you don't. We don't have anybody better. We got to mm-hmm. do it. This is no the fifth year option. Yeah, yeah they, that's I sad. Mean, that's a cautionary tale. We'll get in that more later on through throughout the uh-huh. year. But that's sure. a cautionary but also, tale. Also, really, and how this relates to your New England Patriots as well. Um, you can't. I don't care how what what quarterback with the last name of Jones. What kind of decision making you do? Mac Jones made a terrible decision through a pick six on Sunday. Daniel Jones made a terrible decision through a pick six on Monday. But without an offensive line of any sort, and the Patriots don't have much of one, we came to learn that Mac Jones was pressured on half of his dropbacks on Sunday. Not exactly a winning recipe for football in the modern NFL or any version of the NFL. And Daniel Jones, the guy was getting collapsed like a freaking table, like a sample table at Costco at closing time last night, time and time and time again. Uh, The Giants are toast. Seahawks, man, I kind of like kind of like the future for the Seahawks. Like you I think should. I don't know about the the quarterback position is going to be a question for them moving forward to enter yeah. the discussion. But uh-huh. if you look at the roster that they are building and the talent Oof. they have, and some of it, you know, by the help of the Broncos and everything they did there, but just good drafting, 
Good mm-hmm. draft class last year. Looks like a good draft class this Hell year. Yeah, they can That's rush the passer, the and they have two potentially elite cornerbacks. I'll take it. That's how, well. I'll take it if you tell me I have a quarterback, because otherwise I'm going to be one of those teams that says, damn, if we only had a quarterback, we'd be really good. Uh, I'll, tell you, I'll, of- I'll tell you what, Kirk Cousins, uh, go on, you know, if Geno Smith is dinged up. No, no you don't want to do that. You don't want to be that. Oh, we'll have a new. You're the Colts. We have a great roster and we're going to bring in a veteran quarterback every effing year and realize the veteran quarterback's not good enough. I don't know who they're going to get in, in the interim. Anyway, long term issue. Uh, anyway, opposite end of that a- spectrum. Yeah. Buffalo Bills. All you people who told me all offseason the Bills were regressing, the Bills window was closing, they're not going to be as good. Bills certainly look pretty good. Yeah, the Buffalo Williams will say, and they're on their way to Her Majesty's Royal Soccer pitch for a foosball game on Sunday against the Jaguars. Uh, I bet they win. I'm I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm feeling pretty good about the odds that they win on Sunday. Yeah. I, and I Josh, interesting game. Josh uh, Allen yeah. looks like he's okay. He's not he, – Brian Dable didn't make him, and Brian Dable's left. Well, again, breaking. how it relates to your New England Patriots, see what happens when you put – even if you have to deal with some head case issues and some possible off-season chemistry issues, locker room fractures, sideline, histrionics, et cetera, look what happens when you give your developing now-star quarterback an elite wide receiver or two. Gee whiz, Andy, he's able to get a few things done. And you know what? People say like, oh, those elite wide receivers are all divas. They bring problems. And yeah, I mean, I know Jamar Chase is I'm always effing I'll take open. all those problems. Can I have that Me smoke, too. please? Because we kind of have them. Because <laughs> every, every day when I put on Twitter, I see Devontae Parker like answering some random tweet. Like he's the most sensitive diva receiver, except he doesn't bring the 10 catches for 100 yards with him every week. He's a diva yeah. receiver without the production. Diva receiver. Yeah. yeah. And where was it? Uh, here we go. This is uh, from at Andrew Erickson underscore. I don't know why I had to throw that in there. Just found an interesting NFL schedule quirk. Three first three teams to face Denver this year, Las Vegas, Washington, Miami, all played Buffalo the next week, all coming off W's. They all lost to the Bills by an average of 31 points. Yikes. Ouch, babe. I guess I guess that's how it lines up. Not great, babe. Not great, babe. Yeah, okay, Buffalo a, absolutely woodshedded Miami, and that's great because now um you know, Miami fallible after their ridiculous start, 70 points against Denver. They score 71 week. They give up 48 the next. Again, go home, drunk your NFL. What's your item? Um, next. So I think we had two um, candidates for the worst divisions in football. Mm, that would okay. be the AFC South and the NFC South. Except through a month, you look at those divisions, they have one team with a losing record, I believe. Let me double check that. To, yeah, they have one team out of those eight teams. One has a losing record. Yeah, Otherwise, the uh, the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are now suddenly at, atop the NFC North. The Falcones are two and two. Uh, the the Taints are two and two, and hopefully they drop to two and three someday. Um, wouldn't bet on it. I, I'm not betting on it. Trust me. <laughs> trust me. Well, actually, no. I'm going to be forced to. Damn it on the preview edition of the six rings of football things. Thank you to our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Um, yeah. So that's actually, they're not quite as bad and good for Tampa Bay, man. Like I'm thrilled that they, you know, the second life of Baker Mayfield or the third life of Baker Mayfield seems to be working out pretty good. That defense seems energized. That team has a chip on its shoulder, Andy. I like the fact that they want to prove this season. We can win without Tom. Too bad. The Patriots haven't done that. Da 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 da. Also, um, it's a pretty good, pretty good line. Elsewhere, uh, Christian McCaffrey. 
He's pretty good now. I know running backs are devalued, and you're not supposed to pay running he's backs. He's not a running back, low. Andy. He is a legitimate – he's a franchise. Or you want to call him a weapon? He can do everything. He catches. He can split out wide, screen passes, up the gut, whatever, throw the football. Whatever you need that guy to do, he'll do it. And so long as he's healthy – and again – Gee whiz, when you surround your young quarterback with elite talent or an offensive line, or God forbid, God forbid you draft well and give him both, look what happens. You have an absolute wagon out there at the big bell bottom, as Chris Berman likes to call it. Yeah, the uh, the I think we're seeing a little bit of a bounce back from the running backs. Like I think Bijan Robinson is well on his way to being a Christian McCaffrey type. A, I mean, anybody who watched that game the other day in the poor linebacker that he embarrassed like he was a freaking video game even if you were watching the real version not the toy story version embarrassed him like it was a video game um i think we're gonna sit now again jump over to the six rings because that circles us back to our supposed uh dual threat running back catch the ball run the ball uh, oh star. for ramondre what happened what happened well we'll discuss um, that later on six rings. is he still sick remember there was that excuse for one of the games is he still he had the trots before like game one like we've all had a well, hangover. We've all gotten a little dehydrated, but I think I can usually, as an adult about to turn fifty, I understand the value of the potential two-day hangover. Sometimes, no, he should about be fine. Four weeks, yeah, the month-long hangover. Come on, knock it off. Maybe he's pregnant. Maybe it's all morning sickness. Oh, God. I'm a, I have morning sickness, but adding you to it as well because I'm mourning the loss of my football team and its relevance passing away in front of us. Uh, also, let's talk about Sunday night real quick because you mentioned Zach Wilson earlier. Sometimes, you know, just as a forget the whole Foxborough fanboy, Foxborough faithful Pat's pal thing for a second. Just sometimes you get sucked into the momentum of a game and you'll allow yourself to temporarily go on a ride. And you think, I think it would be more fun as football fan, as general gridiron enthusiast. I think it would be more fun to see this team win this game as opposed to that team, we'll say. And I got sucked into all the drama Sunday night. And I kind of found myself mildly compelled by the Zach Wilson assaults, if you will. And I felt that like everything con conspiring against the Jets, I kind of I felt for Robert Sala. The referees were 100% in the league's bag on Sunday night. If you want to do a deep dive sometime soon here on this pod or somewhere else about how this whole entire Swelsey trailer, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift thing is engineered marketing genius by the NFL and her people, I'm here for it. Those refs sucked, and I legitimately felt bad for Zach Wilson and Jets fans because they got hosed, Davey. They got hosed. See, I don't know if they did or didn't. I know the <clears throat> certainly the interception that they overturned I thought was pass interference. I thought it was – now, the way they it mm -hmm. unfolded, I hate late flags. I hate the NBA version of let's see if he makes the layup. If he misses the layup, I'll call a foul afterwards. If yeah. not, I'll just – Throw the flag and then review it. You can right. always come together and have a, a chat. And then there was that other one um, where one of the Jets was getting held on mm -hmm. the 22-yard scamper by um, – Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. But Jermaine Johnson was getting legitimately held. I have a legitimate question on that that I haven't seen anybody bring up because he throws punches, slaps the offensive lineman in the face, like does everything trying to get free of the hold. I agree he's being held, but mm -hmm. would that have been offsetting penalties? Illegal hands to the face, threw a punch, unnecessary rough. Like, I just feel like he did like 12 things that were illegal trying to get free from the hold. Yeah, I think, but once the, the penalty is being committed by the offensive lineman at that point, like, I'll save for something. So. You can't just punch people in the face because he held me. No, no, no. That's not two wrongs. Don't hey, right. hey, 
Don't let me out of here. Hey, stop this. Quit holding me. Well, you kick I, him in the nuts, slap him in the bag like Matt I'm Jones. Saying, well, I'm saying like that would be, yeah, no, you, no vanilla nut taps. That's, that, that is not okay. Donovan Smith knows what he did, and he should have been called for it, and he wasn't. And those refs were just got I Now, I know this sort of plays into your all referees are terrible. Yeah, you know, I, and I, I believe get it. yesterday was National Referee or something day. It was. Well, I, would, like I saw something from the State Athletic Commission like, let's thank all our refs and officials for doing such a great job. And I was like, yeah, if I can find one who does a great job, I'll thank him. Or sure, her. exactly. I mean, there are some that are decent, but holy smokes. Look at that. All right, so here's a little replay. The interception is made. Uh, he's watched. Yeah, he doesn't. He literally, wait, he doubled. Like, not yeah. only did he not throw the flag until the interception was made, so he was reaching for it. But then he double clutched and I was like, should I throw it? And I'm telling you, the earbud was like, you will throw the flag now. And then he but we can all agree it was pass interference, correct? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, the fact that it was done by Sauce Gardner and that, oh, Ahmad Gardner is never guilty of anything. Come on, he's the sauce. Like, no. He interfered. It, it, was, it was on the level of the ticky-tack, but to the letter of the law that James Bradbury's hold against Juju Smith-Schuster at the end of the Super Bowl was like, you could have let it go, but if you saw it, you probably should have called it. See something, say something, Andrew. Absolutely. We've all learned that in the last two decades. Uh, a couple other surprises on Sunday. Uh, let's see. The Browns, uh, Dorian Smith-Robertson, uh, Robinson, uh, not, he's, he's no Deshaun Watson. Houston Texans, wow. How about that C.J. Stroud kid? He's awesome. The Steelers, you suck. I uh, hope you're glad that you made off with my money and everyone else that thought that you were an easy, easy mark going down to Houston, a three-point favorite with Houston having no offensive line whatsoever, and you with two of the better pass rushers in the NFL. They stink. They can't get their act together. The Bengals, your boy Joe Burrow, T. Martin, banged up. Jamar Chase, frustrated. Joe Burrow, only one good leg. Four games, three touchdowns, one and three record. They're in legitimate trouble, just like the Patriots. But oh, the people on Twitter right now, Excuse me. Sorry about that. But the people on Twitter right now, they're like, oh, Joe Burrow's about as good as Mac Jones this year. He must he stinks. He must be a bum. Yeah. Get rid of him, too. Right. Shut up. Stop. I hate your people. I hate you people. Those people piss me. Off. I also saw somebody doing a meme like in his whatever 17th game, Tom Brady threw four interceptions and the proper response was given. Yeah. He already had a Super Bowl ring by then. Like, yeah. The fuck, excuse me the hell are you talking about like <laughs> i hate the the oversensitive it's it's like i i hate both ends of it i really do i also hate the people that say mac jones has never thrown a pass that was accurate or capable like that end of the spectrum too mm -hmm. he, like the reality he's not is the only problem but he is a problem he is a problem and he's done like he's not the quarterback of the new england patriots for the future like that's just my reality but the extremes on both ends and i understand it comes from frustration, insecurity, uncertainty. Wait, I don't really know how to live this. We're, we're in year four, and we're, what are we doing? Are we getting worse? Does Belichick need to go? Does Jones need to go? Are we going to – are we only midway through this transition? Is this year four mm. of, like, an eight-year Bloom guided plan? Or like, what exactly is going on here in, in New England? And, and I understand that that's an uncomfortable spot, and most of you people have never lived it. There's the older version that lived the mm -hmm. 80s and the 90s and the transition into Belichick. A, I mean, a, a tweet from my group. friend Jay Lessard from uh, the Tampa Bay Patriots fan club say, uh, that kind of went <clears throat> viral and got shared a lot on Instagram late Sunday night was a lot of you fans out there acting like you like showing that you never lived through 1990 and one in 15 right. before. 
like you when you were like your coach was Dick McPherson and he was gosh darn it the nicest man on the planet. He at and, least won two. Rod Rust legitimately won a game, Andy. Yeah, and, and I'm game. not saying you're there, although touch over on the six rings because we're going to talk about how bad this could get with some of the best players not suiting up. Um, but the it is this world of the NFL. I continue to say though. The entertainment mm-hmm. value, the uncertainty, like you say mm-hmm. it. Oh, the Steelers have TJ Watt. They're going to hit. They have no offensive lineman. Obviously, I know how this will play out, and it didn't. Or Zach Wilson playing better than Patrick Mahomes. But Patrick Mahomes is the man, and he slides yeah. for the victory. That screws all the gamblers out there. Oh, like, God, if I had Chiefs minus eight and a half and he slid, it's the football play. It's the right move, I oh, guess. Yeah. But, yeah, but, oh, my God. Can you? Oh, that's one of the worst beats of all in recent memory. Not since Todd Gurley have people had a bad beat that like that. And I decided this week, sort of just thinking about this, this entertainment value, the importance that we put in these singular games. Mm-hmm. It really does having, you know, now lived the life as the father of a uh, theater daughter. Um, it really is. It's performance art squeezed into a week, like just like in the theater where they work for six months to do one show. And you Mm got to effing nail it on that Friday night in front of a packed house. Mm -hmm. And if you do, you feel great. If you don't, you feel awful. Like if you flub your line, that's the NFL, but it's, it's squished into a week and you get it every week that. Yeah. But usually, but the funny thing is like you get a chance in theater or in high school theater, like you do the Friday night show. It usually goes, well, you hit that sweet, sweet high. You get the standing ovation. You're the king of the world. Then you spend too much energy Saturday. You sort of have like the sophomore slump. Right. And then it, you, at least you get a chance at the Sunday matinee to redeem yourself. So there's usually right. – and then the theater, the family breaks up and you get really sad. But, oh, but for the memories. and uh, Whereas the NFL, you get a chance every week to do it over and over. Like just one shot. That's it. Like we've scripted a play for you. We know you're going to get open hard on this play. Don't drop the ball. And when Don't you drop the up. ball or you throw it to the other team or you miss the kick, whatever, like, yeah, it lives – it lingers for a while or lives in infamy. Like that's, that's just how, how, awesome. how narrow the margin, yeah, but it's great. No, it is. It, it truly is. And if, and if now we're going to get close to a point where it feels like the Patriot season is in the balance, then we're going to have to just all find some while we watch the Patriots either implode, rebuild, whatever, and, and root for that, or at least like stand as emotional and, uh, or ha- look on as emotional bystanders. We're going to have to look for some other storylines to glom onto this season just for pure entertainment's value. And there seem to be a lot out there. So, uh, okay. Are we going to have to pick, you know, we mentioned the Rod Rust, uh, alternate teams. Like I used to have the Raiders. I would watch Bo in the four o'clock game and I loved the Raiders when <laughs> Bo was Excuse playing. Me. Are we going to have to pick a second team? We could, we could be an alternate team territory by Halloween. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. I can start to think about that though. All right. We'll leave you with that one as well. That's heresy in Pat's nation right now, but just for fun, we'll we'll see. Oh God, it hurt. Does it have to be an me. NFC team? Are there rules to this? Nope. No, there's no rules. No rules. No, at that point now, all rules are off. Full Hunger Games. All right, he's Hart. I'm Fitzy. There you go. There's your weekly look inside the rest of the NFL here on the Breaking Boston podcast for the grades about the Patriots and their Week Four game against the Cowboys. You know, every everyone's getting the same grade. Spoiler alert. There's a nice little. There's a big market tease for the pod. Um, we'll Is also talk grade? about the talk about the injuries and everything else that took place. Start our look ahead to the Saints game. Dear Lord, God have mercy on all of us. But hey, the NFL, the rest of the, at least the rest of the NFL season is entertaining. So we got that going for us, you know, which is nice. It isn't nice. <laughs>